Hello and welcome to the Sacred Surf Shack podcast. This is James Shirai, your host, speaking to you right now. My overall intention for you, the listener, is to be able to start to relate more deeply to yourself and to others and to be able to start to hear certain uh, ideas, concepts, and um, create a curiosity and wonder to start to heal and transform your own self so you can be a better human for society, for culture, for your families, for your friends, and yourself. This is what I do. This is what I love. And, and I have many other passions. And one of them is definitely about expressing what I hold dear to my heart and I hope to chat about topics and themes such as transformation, enlightenment, psychotherapy, uh, psychology, self-development, self-improvement, spirituality, relationships, parenting, basically all things life. This, I hope, is going to turn into something quite beautiful and I hope to get on many guests to have real discussions, real open and honest discussions about some things that may not be spoken about to just give the listeners perspective and a shift of that so that they can deepen into themselves. So this is the podcast in a nutshell and I look forward to sharing episodes with you. So have a listen and enjoy yourself. Welcome to the Sacred Surf Shack podcast with your host, James Shirah. So Today for episode one, I thought would be a good theme or topic to start off with would be beginnings and endings or birth, life and death. Um, something I've been contemplating a lot recently and probably mainly since uh, losing my nana last year. I definitely illuminated um, a lot of grief within my heart. Um, For those that you don't know, I was born in Scotland um, and left there when I was seven. So that in itself, there was an ending there and there was some some pent-up grief or withheld grief. So something has been very present in my life um, recently, navigating that and feeling that and being with that not trying to run away from it as grief has its own process, its own timing. There is no sort of time on how long it will take for you to process grief. However, I've been really contemplating and thinking about what it is that grief shows us or reveals to us. And ultimately, it's a it's a deepening and a softening um, and an opening of the heart. And it really is a, an opportunity for you to really be in touch with the present moment as in life we're in a constant flux of beginnings and endings. Um, You think about eating your breakfast, there's a beginning and then there's an ending. And that's just one simple example of a beginning and an ending. But what I've been really thinking about around this and what sparked me to do this theme right now is around my children and that, you know, I wake up and almost every morning they are morphed. They've morphed again. They've, they've shifted, shape-shifted. And I realized this evening that I've been grieving my children as they grow up. And I'm not sure many parents are aware of this. There would be some. But I don't think all parents are aware of that they're in a constant flux of grief or they're losing 
what their who their child was in the sense of they're growing so quickly and expanding so quickly and going through so many different um, metamorphoses that you, you, you try and hold on to them and then you hold them in an image. You might hold them, hold them back in some degree and you're actually hindering them from growing further into their being, into their, themselves, into who, who they've come here to be because we don't want to be with, the ending or the grief or the loss that might come with it. Um, and with grief and loss, there is many other feelings that can come with that. It could be sadness, it could be anger, maybe some loneliness and isolation, uh, fear, anxiety. There's many feelings that, you know, we might not even have labels for or names for that we could be experiencing in this process of um, beginnings and endings. And we're in a society where, or culture where we we avoid death. You know, we avoid the idea of death. We don't think about death, or we may be thinking about death every day and be fearful of death, and don't embrace it as if it's already happening. You're already going through deaths every day. It's just not the death of the physical body and the personality. Um, and our ego fears this, right? Our, fe- our ego doesn't want to die. <laughs> this is why it can be incredibly challenging to change or to transform is because we have to go through some some death to experience a rebirth. So we have to go through an ending to then uh, experience a beginning. So I think and feel that... This is something that society and culture needs to embrace further or needs to be with daily. And I'm not saying that I'm someone who can be with us every single moment of every day. I would be lying if I said that. (laughs) But I do like to contemplate this as I feel like I've carried grief in my heart my whole life since I was a very young boy. I experienced death very young very very young I was under two um and I think for me it's you know I guess it's created a, a space for me to really relish in the idea of death or be curious with the idea of death and I personally believe that we need to embrace death the Buddhist monks and um the Indian culture, I'm trying to think of what it is, the Hindu culture, they have death practices, you know, the the Tibetan monks, the Buddhist monks might go and contemplate death in its fullness, all the sensations of what it would be like to die. The Hindus go and meditate in cemeteries and go hang around dead bodies and stuff and you know, this is pretty wild. Like, when you really think about it, it's really fucking wild. But it gets you in touch with death. And I was listening to a book um, by Adi Ashanti, and he's talking about this woman was on her deathbed and she didn't want to die. She was like in a coma, and all of a sudden she just woke up and she was vacuuming. And um, her kids and family, like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm vacuuming. I don't know myself yet. I can't, I can't leave this world yet. And then she met with Adi Yashanti and spoke. And then he said some words. Um, 
And then, yeah, she had a moment of awakening upon her deathbed and she really knew herself. She really knew who she was at the deepest level. And she was, she ended up consoling everyone else who was coming in to, to, to try and console her. And she was consoling them around death, saying it was okay, it's going to be okay. And she passed on very happily and very peacefully. Because ultimately when you die, you're just dropping your meat suit and you're moving on to the next incarnation or next life, whatever's next. Um, and I feel like this is also... This happens in our in our daily life is, you know, we have opportunities to not drop our, drop our physical body and personality, but we have an opportunity where moments in life reveal to us a chance to drop parts of ourself that, that don't necessarily function well in society or don't function well for the betterment of con- group consciousness or for ourselves, really, like just sh- <laughs> shit behaviors that are just fucking shit, really. Um, so it's like we get the opportunity to reconcile that and almost have a death of these parts so they can be reborn and have a beginning in a new form or in a new way of being. And ultimately, life is constantly giving us this opportunity, but we have these rigid patterns and beliefs and assumptions and interpretations of life that keep us stuck in really dysfunctional ways of being and I'm one of those people I have a the last six years has been six years seven years 2014 whatever that is that's eight years has been very wild. It's been like deepening into myself and I'm starting to realize that that grief and loss and sadness and death and loneliness and all of that is something I've been experiencing for my whole life, you know, and maybe it's so I can look into it even more deeply. And I'm realizing more and more that it's there comes a great amount of power and excitement and wonder and, you know, it's fucking scary, but... In it, it's just it's just something so beautiful about embracing endings, and then you get to experience the beginning, and over and over again, it's just happening, and it's just something so magical about it that until you start to embrace it as a practice, and then it becomes more than a practice. And I'm not saying that I embody this fully. But something starts to to magically happen and you start to really become more present in the moment. And that's what I love about life is it's always showing you what you need. And I feel like it really does begin with beginnings and endings and really just being aware of the beginnings and the endings and just starting to notice them more acutely, being more attentive to them, starting small. And you'll notice that it's quite—it's kind of happening everywhere. Yeah, so before wrapping up this podcast, I just wanted to talk about grief and loss and how someone helped reframe this for me and when I lost my nana. It's like, so grieving is the, the experience of where we, we grieve those beautiful moments. We can really be present with what this person brought us in our life and the experiences that we had, or the, the person could be an animal, could be an experience, whatever it is. 
really relish and be present with what it is that they or it brought us. Um, and then loss is where we place an attachment or upon this thing or this person and that it was a part of us and that we like it by them or it being gone or out of our life we actually place a value on it that it's out we can't retrieve that so i feel like a lot of people become caught in loss and find it hard to move through it because they're caught in the idea that by this person or this thing being out of their life that they are less than or they can't be their best self or be better than rather than if they were to grieve and be with it it's quite a beautiful experience where they're really being with the flux of emotions and feelings and being with the sensations and and really having these realizations and insights that drop drop in about what this person reflected back to them or this thing or whatever it was that they're grieving so they can really take the gold out of it and um, this is in particular to a certain person or th- or thing or something in your life that was quite meaningful um, or brought meaning into your life. Uh, so I feel like just finishing with that, just having a think about what is life, um, what does birth, life and death mean for you? What, what might you be grieving What's, what's in your life right now where you might be a, attached to loss or something around that area of your life? And just also checking in with yourself around how aware are you of beginnings and endings throughout your days, weeks and months? And are you present with them or are you completely unaware? Just some things to think about that I'll leave you with so thank you for joining me for episode one of the podcast I'll leave you with it now and I hope you all have a wonderful morning day or evening whatever time you're listening to this podcast and I look forward to dropping the next one so this is uh, James Sherrard from the Sacred Surf Shack podcast you can find me on my Instagram or email me, whatever you wish to do. Big love, everyone. I hope you'll have a wonderful, wonderful time in life. Thanks for listening to that episode of the podcast. Where you can find me is www.soulseeker.net. I also work at the landing space at Forrester's Beach. Being a youth mentor and holistic counsellor, I have my own holistic counselling practice as well, which is on the Soul Seeker website. You can also find me on Instagram, the underscore mindful underscore dad, or the sacred surf shack, which is all on Instagram. Or you can find me on Facebook. Um, so there are all the places as you can find me have a lovely morning day or afternoon wherever it is for you and i look forward to sharing the next podcast with you bye